You're listening to ORN with Austin and Ashley. week we are without the second part of the duo here. We're without Austin, who is on his honeymoon uh, with his lovely wife, and they are in Scotland or Ireland. I can't remember which one they're at now, but they'll be back May 4th. So I'm alone this week. I got with one of my old friends, one of my bestest, oldest friends ever. For some reason, this guy has never seen Star Wars, never seen the first Star Wars movie. You would think, hey, you're friends with Ashley. You ought to be a cool Star Wars guy. But nope, this guy's not. Never seen him at all. You would think he would have like accidentally seen something when he was over at my house while I was watching it. But nope, I don't think that ever happened either. The only thing, the only Star Wars he knows is how to rearrange my action figures on my bookshelf to make them do things that they shouldn't be doing. While they're on, you know, display. Um, that's his contribution to my Star Wars uh, life, is to really mess up my Star Wars display. So I thought this would be a good idea to to introduce him to Star Wars. I gave him my Blu-ray box set, and I said, let's, let's just pick one movie. And uh, I I was really struggling on which movie to have him start on, since he hadn't seen any of them. You know, should you start on episode four, the original, or should you start on episode one? And then I got to thinking, he's going to have his son watch it, who is uh, your son's five or six years old. And uh, he might like episode one better since it's newer and uh, more CGI, but it is kind of dated now. So I had him start with episode one. Uh, Before we get into... uh, his thoughts and uh, just to, to see what an outsider thinks about Star Wars. Let me introduce him, my good friend from down the road for me, Mr. Jake McNutt. Hey, good hey, evening. Jake McNutt here. Hey, listen. Yes. First off, I just mm-hmm. wanted to say this: um, your your buddy's coming back from the honeymoon. All I could think after watching Episode One is, "May the Fourth be with you." Oh, 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 oh. So. oh, you already started with the one-liners. Great. <laughs> great, great. You're, you're a perfect fit. You're a perfect Thanks. fit. Thanks. And, and actually, May the 4th is this Saturday, right? Okay. Yes, and there'll be like super-duper Star Wars deals all over the place. So, so that really is like a holiday. Yes, it really is a holiday. Okay. You are right. In, in your roundabout way of trying to make fun of Star Wars, you actually hit the nail in the head with a I, real holiday. I figured it had to be a holiday. It made, it made too much sense. Yes, it did. I couldn't have been the first one to think of that. So, <laughs> No, you weren't. You weren't the first. You weren't the first. So I gave you the Blu-ray discs, right? I gave you the Blu-ray discs. You did. And I also need to say right off the bat is that it's no longer in mint condition either. Okay. The box that it came in. <sighs> That'll be. In good shape. 
That'll be a story for another episode. Okay. Um, the one in which Ashley kills Jake because, you know, I'm super, super, uh, ridiculous about everything being perfectly meant. I couldn't even believe it when you handed it to me. I don't know what you were thinking. It was. Did your son mess with it at all? <clears throat> I, I try not to let him touch it, but I'm not always around. Gosh. No, I know you better than that. I know you better than that. Yeah, we're taking good care of it. <sighs> I trust you. I trust you. Yeah. yeah so, we're, we're, we're really excited to go on this journey together. You know, my, my son has seen clips of Star Wars. I have heard about it all my life from from especially you, but others too. I mean, I know of Star Wars. I've just never watched Star Wars. I, I can't believe you're you're the same age as me. In our 42 years on this earth, is that right, 42? That's, yeah, that's right. Okay, sometimes I lose track. Yep. 42 years on earth, you've never sat down and watched a single Star Wars movie. It's true. Yeah, I mean... You've seen other 80s movies, right? I mean, you, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I saw lots of 80s movies. I didn't watch a lot of horror movies from the 80s either. Um, it, it was weird. I wasn't allowed to watch really scary stuff. And for some reason, I just never took an interest in too many sci fi movies either. Really? Yeah, You've seen Back strange. to the Future. Back to the Future. I've never watched any Star Trek movies. I know a lot of people who are really into those. And hey, just, whoa, we don't mention yeah. the Trekkers here. Oh. Okay. Whoa. You better step back on that one. Okay. Let me let me wind this back up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but none of that. But yeah, I'm a big fan of Back to the Future. I mean, yeah. I think that's great. And it was and, fun. and you've seen movies like Rad. Yes, love Rad. Yes, Rad is one of the best eighties movies Rad. ever. Uh, the Dirt Bike Kid was really good too. I, you know. I could go on listing all these awesome movies that I did watch in the 80s, but we're here to talk about the one I didn't watch. Yeah. Well, actually, the one you watched is not from the 80s, but yeah. 1999. But um, I, I just it just blows my mind that you've never seen a, a Star Wars movie. It, I, I, I really don't get that, but, but I understand. That's why we're here. And, and yep. it's good because this makes for interesting podcasting because uh you've never seen it and to get your it's, your outsider's perspective yeah. on the movie that's going to yeah. be uh, kind of interesting so i gave you the blu-ray discs and yep. after deciding i said okay let's go with episode one so you watched it i'm assuming yesterday right yep okay yep. and and who all was with you so it was my son mm -hmm. evan and i Mm -hmm. Yep, we sat down, and actually, I know you and I discussed starting off with uh, episode one, but he and I even debated, like, before we put that in, do we want to watch the actual first one or episode one? And, and so he he decided on episode one, and I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. I, I guess they're all right. Let's do it. Okay, so w was he excited about watching the movie? Yeah, I mean, he's he's heard of Star Wars. You know, he's big into Lego, so he's yeah. aware of Star Wars. Does he um, have any Star Wars merchandise? Probably some Legos. Really? Really? Yeah, yeah. He he gets a lot of Legos. I think he's got some Star Wars. 
Uh, does does any of his friends like Star Wars at school? Um, they're all into like PJ Masks and Super Mario. What the crap like kind that. of friends does he have? Yeah, uh, I'm not really sure. He's he's getting them into Spider Man stuff like that, but uh, well, starting yeah. off slow. He's it's just pre K so far. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. Pre K. I got you. Okay, so he's excited. You're sort of like, uh, let's let's get through this, right? No, I'm actually excited because I, I do want to under. I mean, I understand like the just the culture, you, you know, um, of, of our. Our our whole generation, I guess, you know, and and how important Star Wars is to so many people. So I was pretty excited to finally see what it was, but also excited to watch it with him, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, us do that together and try to experience Star Wars together. That's a good yeah that's, that's yeah. Good I was excited about it. I wasn't you know I didn't go into it thinking ah oh, let me watch this silly nerd show or something you know I was I'm pretty psyched up about it. Okay, so. So you're watching, uh, okay, did you have any popcorn, anything like that? Yeah, actually, we um, baked a pizza, and oh, we mm. had some uh, honey honey barbecue chicken tenders. We wow. Were pretty serious. We were settled in, and we were ready. Uh, Two-hour movie, we can knock that out. Wow. That Did you have any bathroom breaks? Yeah, we, we paused, and <gasps> we, we okay. had... Um, you know, my wife and daughters would, would would come in every now and then. We'd have to pause it, but uh, we didn't miss anything. But you you did tell them you were watching a Star Wars movie, right? I did. Yeah, and they still. I, I don't interrupted? think they really understood the brevity of the situation. Oh. But. Okay, <clears throat> so let, let's cut to the chase here. Did you? Did you like the Phantom Menace, or did you not like the Phantom Menace? Uh, to to just say, yeah, I I did like it. Uh-huh. I I did like. I mean, it was it was entertaining enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and entertaining enough that it to understand that it's a, a setup story, right? Right. You, you're setting. Right. You're. Yeah. I mean. To um, just to give you a little background, this is not the most beloved film in the franchise. Okay, and that's another thing I was going to mention. I also did no research about Star Wars either, so I still don't know anything at all. So, you know, I know it's Episode One, and I know it was what like the third or fourth movie they actually made of Star Wars. Fourth, and right. So I, I understood that everything else, like the really, like the original movies, I knew they were going to fit in down the down the road. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. But I, okay. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just uh, my my biggest thought, um, or what really stands out to me about it is, you know, is this? Did he intend to start with this movie, or were these ideas like? 10, 20 years after the success of those two or three movies he did before, did he decide to go and okay. do this prequel? <clears throat> that that could be a, a really in-depth conversation. But oh, okay. just, to, just to give you the, 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 a broad look at it. So he made four, five, and six, right? He, he claims there was a bigger story, and he took four, five, and six 
or actually, just, you know, he, he just made the one movie, episode four, because he didn't know how good it was going to be. Actually, he thought it was going to be a failure and a flop, and it turned out to be the biggest thing since sliced bread. Um, he had a a rough outline, very, very, very rough outline of maybe some some sequels to episode four. And in the course of just writing episode four, of course he had to have some backstory for some of the characters. So in a sense, you know, he had a bigger picture later on after maybe during the, the fifth movie, he started telling people like Mark Campbell, Hey, you know, I got an idea to go back and tell this story. And then in 30 years, bring you back for a sequel kind of deal. Um, and towards the end of Return of the Jedi, Lucas went through like this rough time in his life, uh, going through a divorce and stuff like that. And he was just like done. He's he like, makes I, some really, he was part of a couple of crappy movies during that time too. Right? Uh, well, we won't mention Howard the Duck. He just produced okay. that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so he, he, he was going through a rough time and, uh, I think he just burned out on Star Wars. Uh, he realized a few years later his company was kind of not doing as well as it should. And the moneymaker, the real decision was, hey, I need to, to do something. And uh, Star Wars was sort of, you know, in the early 90s, sort of starting to make a little bit of a comeback with some novels that were released. And uh, everything just kind of went from there. And he went back and created the first three movies to tell the backstory of a certain character, which you'll find out about soon. Yep. And and so the short answer is no, he had no intentions of this story, really. It, it was starting out with the original movie. Uh, all all, I'm, all uh-huh. my biggest uh, uh, deal with the movie is if there were no other if there had been no other Star Wars movies made and they were actually just starting out with this movie and I knew nothing else, mm-hmm. I didn't know 40 years worth of Star Wars hype and everything. Yeah. I, pro- I probably wouldn't look that forward to episode two. That's fair. That's fair. And, and you got to think though, when episode four actually debuted in 77, it was so different and, right. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, I can't wait to see those. Those are the ones I'm actually really excited to watch. Yeah, and, and it was so um, the 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 special effects and everything were so different than anything anybody had ever seen before. Mm. Now, if you go back and look at that today, yeah, it looks like '80s, you know, special effects. Right, but we're um, talking like back in the Pong and Atari yeah. days. So. Yeah, and. And but the Phantom Menace sort of you know it sort of set some ground too on on CGI stuff, right? Because you had Jurassic Park before that, and that sort of spearheaded Lucas into going to do these movies because he's like, oh, look what Steven Spielberg did to these dinosaurs. I think I can make my prequel trilogy now because the technology is here. Yeah, and then he pushed it way beyond dinosaurs. Um way beyond what with the character of Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, now that was really impressive about the movie the the each, you know, different world they're going to seeing mm-hmm. the the uh environment, you know, and how they have their own unique uh wildlife around there. And oh yeah. 
Yeah, that that was pretty interesting. The CGI was pretty impressive. And so as we started it last night, I'm like, dang, I didn't realize this was it doesn't seem like that episode one came out that long ago, but this is 20 years old already. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It it's is crazy. So what did, what did your son think about it? So, so he was into it. He was into it right off the bat, you know, but it, it um, it didn't hold his attention for long. I, I basically had to keep him, keep him in there in the living room. I, I was going to force him to watch it. He was wanting to go uh, watch another movie in the other room. Are you it didn't serious? hold. It didn't hold his attention. Okay did 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 he have any kind of favorite parts in the movie? Um, the pod race. I was going to say that. Like the pod the, race. That's usually the thing that gets the kids. Yeah. And and one of the reasons I chose the Phantom Menace for you to start with too is because Anakin is a kid, and I and I thought that might have some connection there. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But. I I don't know how well that worked out. So yeah, it, it didn't hold his attention for long. Um, did did he like the end of it? The the battles at the end. Yeah, he did like that because you know even though we haven't watched um, Star Wars, we do have like uh, what are they called? Like lightsaber fights or mm-hmm. is that what they're called? Lightsabers. Yeah, lightsabers, not yes. lifesavers like the candy light. Mm-hmm. Saber. Right, lightsabers. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we we, um, you know, act like we're fighting, and he and I think he has like battles with his buddies too. So imagine that we're in Star Wars, and we don't even know the, the characters' names. We don't know who we are, but we're just ah, Star Wars <laughs> sword fight. I'm Dark Vader. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's it. so that really grabbed his attention. He's like, "Oh yeah, look at that!" So that that was pretty impressive. Okay, so nice. how how did what's your take on Jar Jar Binks? Well, Jar Jar. First off, with Jar Jar, I, I never really understood why he was so shunned by everybody else mm-hmm. in in his land. What what had Jar Jar done that was so bad? One, he's clumsy, right? Right. And, yeah, that was and, obvious. And kind of stu and and not stupid, but made some bad decisions. And every time he tried to do something, it turned out to be just mm. mess up, right? And they right. were tired of him, like just totally messing up everything. Yeah. I so, get so apparently, he did something that's not said that maybe made the leader of the Gungans mad. Like you know, who who knows? Like yeah. you know, no, slipped on his robe or something, and. Made the boss and ass fall down face first, or you know something crazy. Yeah, only yeah. he would do. Yeah, he's just the goofy free spirit guy. Exactly. Yep. And now, well, do, I mean, were you irritated by the character? I mean, what? What? Yeah, it was. It seemed to me like I was kind of surprised that there was this uh, kind of comedic character in the Star Wars movie. Like I, I had. You know, I didn't associate Star Wars with having, uh, you know, a, a goofy character mm-hmm. in it like that. So it was a little aggravating. For one, I'm kind of deaf anyway, so it's hard for me to hear some uh, some dialogue in movies anyway. So he was hard to understand. I couldn't understand a lot of what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you know, he he was a fun character, fun enough character. Okay, so so what Evan think? Yeah, Evan thought he was pretty funny. Evan laughed at him a lot. He did enjoy Jar Jar. And see, that that's one of the things that Lucas does. The movies, while everybody can appreciate them and like them, they are aimed at kids, right? So, so you're going to have those kids elements in every single film. Maybe not a Jar Jar type, but later on you'll notice C-3PO is kind of like the the one-liner comedy yeah. guy. You know? Yeah. So... And so that's another thing Evan picked up in in the movie. So initially he was pretty pretty observant, mm-hmm. and uh, um, Anakin's droid that he was building, you know, he he was he asked me, he said, "Daddy, well, he's uh, supposed to be gold." I, said, uh, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know about that, pal. And then there was a silver, wasn't there a silver? Yes, C three PO two or TC fourteen. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that yeah. one was like chrome at the very beginning. So yeah, it confused us as to why he was chrome and not gold. Yeah. So in this universe, there you know, this is just a a line of droid, right? They have different different designations. Yeah, that, that's yeah. That was weird. It's like, dang, where is all the people? It's just like machines everywhere. They're yeah. not really beings. These are just a bunch of machines. Okay, so at what part did he get bored with the movie? Um, you know, at the he was, I don't know exactly when he started getting bored, but he started getting restless a little while. And then when the pod race started, I was like, "Son, just watch the pod race. All right, just watch this, mm-hmm. and and then you can go." So, so he watched he watched the race, and I can't even remember how far into the movie that was. It's, but, um, it's a good chunk, about a little more than halfway. Yeah. After that, he was kind of bouncing off the walls. Uh, until the very end, maybe. Yeah, yeah. He settled back in because, uh, well, and, and you know, it may not have been the movie that drew him back in. It was past his time to get in the bathtub and get ready for bed. Uh, so I think he was using the movie to avoid that. Ah. Oh, but me and Daddy are watching Star Wars. I, I gotta go see what happens to Dark Vader. <laughs> oh, Dark Vader. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, one of the main criticisms of this of this whole trilogy, the prequel trilogy, is there's a lot more government talk, right? Politics in it. than what people were used to with episodes four, five, and six. Um, Did you find that annoying, confusing? Well, yeah, it was definitely confusing. I I didn't understand how the different groups of people related to each other. I didn't know know who was, uh, you know, the chancellor. Is the chancellor a bad guy? Is this senator... Now, this guy who's pretending to be a good guy looks like the same guy who's in a robe whenever he's in a hologram over here. Who who are these people? It, uh-huh. it was pretty confusing trying to fit it all together. Ah, but other movies will reveal some information. Right. But, yeah, yeah it's a lot of the political stuff, I was like, this is like um, 
like modern day stuff. Uh, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. and if you'll notice, Lucas even puts even names some characters after other people. Like one of the Trade Federation dudes' name was Newt Gunray. Oh yeah. Yeah, so, sort of like Newt Gingrich. No, yeah. that was a nod to Newt Gingrich. Why would yeah. he do that? Yeah, so th- there's lots of, of nods to uh, political shenanigans. Were they buddies or something? Or no, just... no, no. You'll notice that Newt Gunray is a bad guy in that film. Okay, see, right. that, and that's another thing. They weren't always saying the names of the um, characters, so I had no idea who any of them were. I was looking at the credits at the end of the movie and trying to figure out some of the names, uh, so I, I still don't know any of the names, but you know, you know the the main cast, right? You know Qui Gon, Qui Gon, right? I know Qui Gon, Obi Wan. Yep, yep. Of course, and, you know, I've heard that name all my life, so I know he's an important dude. But yeah, I've never An- heard of Qui Gon before. Yeah, um, you know Anakin. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and okay. Here's the thing: Did you know that? The queen had little handmaidens that that played her part. No, I, I didn't know that, and so I was so confused by like how often she was like changing clothes. Yeah, it's like she was at an award show or something. Yes, it's well, like she's every a queen. time you see. Yeah, was, she's a queen, and the purpose of those handmaidens. And then her hair and everything is completely different. Yep, like, and. And the purpose is, you know, to keep her safe, right? She has these little decoys that that play her part so that if assassination attempt happens, she doesn't get killed. Mm, Like Saddam. Yes. Okay. Similar to Saddam Hussein, yeah. Very much so. Very much so. Um, So that was a surprise to you when she revealed at the end, you know. Yeah, but I I could tell that that one girl looked like natalie portman so i'm like why is she the you know why is she the handmaid why did they send her because i I mean she's you know big time movie star yeah yeah was that is that also her and the queen's makeup too most for the most part yeah okay so she is the queen yeah so here's here's something else okay why why does it it seems like a lot of the well, not a lot, but some I, I notice some of the stuff has like a um, Chinese or Japanese feel to it. Like the Queen, obviously, um, reminds you of a uh, oh, jeez, yeah, like uh, something geisha, yeah, or, or something, you know, yeah. And and then the names, like a lot of the character names, seems like they're. I don't know. If it sounds Chinese or something. Uh, well, Is that it, that there could be some uh, relevance to that, of course. So, you you know, when when Lucas is world building, I mean, that's literally what he does. He has to he has to come up with when when he creates a planet, what's their culture like? How do you know? How do they? Yeah. How do they operate? Yeah, and, and so I really, yeah, I did appreciate that about the film. You know. Yeah. I really did. It really seemed original. All that seemed really original. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, that, and and that's one of the cool things about Star Wars is the world building aspect. You got this guy who's got this limitless imagination, 
who delivers these cool different worlds, you know, different planets, different cultures, different looks, feels, all that kind of good stuff. And, and it all fits into one cohesive universe. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's really cool. Now you'll notice a difference after the first three movies to the, the next three, a difference in the way the universe looks, but that's because there's a 30 year gap between the, the, the trilogies. Um, and you'll notice that if you continue on and you watch attack of the clones, which is the next movie, there is a 10 year gap between these two movies. Um, again, the, the Phantom Menace is there just to set up, you know, give you the foundation of what this whole universe is about. Yep. Yeah. And so we're, yeah, we're excited to watch the second one. We're, we'll get in there and watch it. But like mm-hmm. I said, if, if this was just the first one that came out, I'd be like, I would just probably pass it off as just a uh, a neat-looking movie, but not really something I'd want to see again. Something that you might, if if a sequel came out, you might spend a dollar on it at Redbox. Mm, maybe. Oh, not even that good, huh? Yeah, I, I don't rent many, many movies. Okay. Especially so, from Redbox. So if it was on TV, TNT or something like that. <laughs> Uh, probably not. Oh gosh, you're hurting my feelings here. Well, I, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm. You know what though? Mm-hmm. Once I watch another couple movies, I might want to go back and watch episode one again just to review. You know, and put some pieces together. Mm-hmm. But just as a movie, just as a standalone movie, I just I wasn't that crazy about it. But like you said, I totally understand that it's setting up a, a better deal. Yeah, it's setting up a bigger a bigger deal. I mean, out of the out of the three prequels, the third one is the best. Okay. To be honest. Um because, you know, not only are you tying up everything in the in from the first two movies, but you are setting the stage for everything to come. You know, next and also there's some cool fight scenes in there. Really cool fight scenes that, you know, people who were fans of the original trilogy were like, Oh, I can't wait to see this actually break down because it, you know, it was like little mentions of it here and there in those movies. And then, you know, 20 years later, you're actually getting to see this stuff played out on screen. And that's, that's what all the hype was about. All right. So, I understand episode one may not have been your bag, baby. And, and Evan was semi forced to watch it all the way through. Mm -hmm. Uh, Is that what I'm understanding? Semi forced. Yeah. Yeah. Semi forced. Hmm. It it was tough for him to finish it up, but it, you know, it did get exciting at the end. Okay. So all in all, you rate this as a two out of a 10. I'd say at this point, it's the worst star Wars movie I've seen so far. (laughs) (laughs) Easily. (laughs) Okay. That's not good. You know, this is the only star Wars movie you've ever seen. Out out of 10. I don't know. I'd give it like a a five, I guess five out of 10. 
Okay, so this is interesting, though, because, like I said, you are a Star Wars newbie, never seen a Star yeah. Wars movie before. And what we'll probably see is on Twitter or something, somebody will say, well, you should have started him with episode four and not episode mm-hmm. one. Watch it like everybody yeah, does. I really wondered that, but yeah. Uh, but, you know, having never seen one, though, why not start with episode one? Why not watch it in the order, you know? Okay, so it it gives if you don't watch it in the order that they were released there is less of su- of a surprise in a couple of scenes in those first three mo- in the original movies right mm-hmm. there's a couple of scenes one in empire strikes back and one in return of the jedi they're like oh, i can't believe that some information is given mm. and and you it if you dig hard enough yeah i mean you've probably actually heard some of this stuff before because it's such big pop culture reference kind of thing. I'm sure you've yeah. seen Big Bang Theory or something where they spoiled that for you. Uh, I don't watch that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm sure you you've seen. Uh, what do you watch? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't watch much of anything anymore. I'm just really into Star Wars right now. <laughs> No, but yeah, I have heard, you know, I have Luke, I am your father and, uh, okay. May the force be with you and stuff like that. So I know they said some of the things that say, but I don't know the context of okay, really what it is. All right. Well, and, and really, you know, I, I have heard that some of the newer movies weren't necessarily as good as the original. So also I kind of wanted to save those till later on. To yeah. really let let these new movies do what they made them for, you know, build up to yeah. what I knew is going to be the big payoff anyway. Yeah. And I'm interested in seeing, because I guarantee you, just from a visual aspect, Evan will like the newest movies, the ones that have been released by Disney. Yeah. Because they're newer they look newer, you know, uh, they don't have as much, I guess, for lack of a better word, age to them. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, it's harder well, to tell what's not real. And, you well, know? it's hard to gauge what kids are going to like, though, man. You know, I mean, th- this one had CGI in it, but Evan is also my boy who, um, at any chance he can, he'll get out the uh, Night of the Living Dead dvd and we watch it the original black and white oh really he, lo- he loves it especially huh. around halloween i mean we watch it all the time and he'll sit there and watch that whole movie so it's it's hard to gauge what kids are going to enjoy yeah I, I can i can see that i can see that but now this is coming from the guy who has a haunted house in his driveway backyard everything else so i mean he's probably pulling from that and wanting to and is interested that's true that's you know true. he because, does enjoy the scary movies yeah but you know if he likes monsters and stuff you would think there's a lot of monsters in star wars or aliens or whatever that look uh, when when dark vader comes on the screen i know he's gonna enjoy that really he know he knows who dark vader is so <laughs> really looking forward to that one uh, Dark Vader and his lifesavers. <laughs> <laughs> that whole sword is full of lifesavers. 
<laughs> We're about to have a lifesaver fight. Oh, oh. All right. So, well, well, well listen. Well, uh, one one uh, other question I have. Okay. Th- this was kind of weird to me. Mm-hmm. So at the end, well, pretty close to the end, when Qui Gon and Obi Wan are are dueling Darth Maul. Yep. And they go down that hallway and they like get stuck in the and it looks like sheets of red light or whatever. Is yeah. that like a is that like a red light in their world? Like they have to wait for <laughs> no. traffic to come through and all of a sudden it opens up. Like what well, what was the deal there? You're just standing there like, hmm. It I yeah, I don't I, I don't know. I've never actually researched this. I'm sure I'm assuming okay. it's something like a ray shield to yeah a barrier so that you know every now and then it turns to let air through or some you know some sci-fi you know explanation that i don't have yeah you know that, but but it's really basically weird. the plot point the plot device that keeps them separated mm-hmm. that's basically what it is a plot device a plot device okay mm-hmm. it just i just figured it might have been a traffic light no, no, because I didn't see any cars or space vehicles coming through there. It was the size of a man, you know, a hallway. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So But yeah. then but then it it just seemed like just out of the blue it opened back up. Yeah. So that was really weird. I thought they were I thought he was like gonna be trapped or for a while or something. So. Well Yeah, I- that was I feel that like was, I'm being harassed here. You're making fun no, of Star I'm just, Wars. No, I'm just yeah. quizzing. I'm trying to get a better understanding uh-huh. of, you know, if you might have. And how about this? And I thought maybe our TV was messing up, but when Anakin was in the pod race, did mm-hmm. what was the point of him, like, messing with the sound whenever you would see things from his point of view? Was that just showing how chaotic it was in the inside the pod? I guess I've never noticed that. Does the sound not break up when Anakin's racing the pod? It seemed like it did on our TV. Maybe our TV's messed up. I hope there's no scratch on my freaking Blu-ray disc. Ooh. Um, so my next question, let's see. It was, uh, <laughs> How much did one of those Blu-rays cost? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so well, how about this then? Okay. All right, so... So episode one, you know, I know, I know who Anakin is and mm-hmm. I know he's not the good guy in the movies down the road, but I, in, in episode one, they obviously want to draw you into Anakin. They want you to love Anakin. Mm-hmm. He's this cute little boy. He is, you know, this, uh, Qui-Gon who you just can't help but respect. He's a master and he's yeah. the, you know, the Jedi Knight. He believes in him. So they really, and, you know, nobody else does. Yoda obviously senses trouble with him, and uh, uh, Samuel L. Jackson it, it doesn't seem too impressed either, you know, even yeah. though his stats are through the roof and Qui-Gon believes in him. Mm-hmm. So so the, the purpose, of, or I think one of the big things they wanted out of that movie was for you to get an attraction to Anakin. They wanted you to love him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Why I don't I don't uh I don't understand why Yoda didn't overrule Qui Gon if he felt so strongly about that why why did they why they just let that because it seemed like they had a, a very firm structure in place so why did Qui Gon get by with that is it is this was Qui Gon really a bad guy or something 
No. What's up with Qui-Gon? No, but I, I will say, I don't want to spoil anything, but that's not the last you've oh, okay. Okay. heard of Qui-Gon. He did say that this, he, he didn't necessarily say that he was a superhero or anything, but he did say that this is the one who will bring balance. So that almost reminds me of uh, the Thanos deal. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for okay. you. But okay. Anakin is—he's the main focus, right? Yeah. Oh, so he may—he may not have been like a savior, but yeah. Hmm, and okay. that—and that's—that's a, a cool, a unique thing that that Lucas did too with the original trilogy. You think Luke Skywalker is the main person, right? Right, he, he's yeah. the main character of the, the original trilogy, and that's the way it was believed for a long time. But once the prequels were made, you actually understand who the main character of the tri- of the whole saga is. And I'll leave it at that. Cool. I'll leave it at that. So, I, I, I um, I appreciate you doing this little experiment here. I mean, um, obviously Austin was off honeymooning or doing what other shenanigans he's doing in Ireland or whatever you go on a honeymoon. Who knows over there? Yeah, I know. I don't know what he was doing. Um, so what we'll do is next time you watch one of these movies, whenever we'll try to, maybe all three of us can get on and, and, and talk about attack of the clones. All right. Okay. Um, I mean, if y'all if y'all want me back, yeah, I'd be glad to. No, I think this is I think this is cool. This was you did a, hey, you did a good job. Your first podcast, woo! Well, thanks, man. Hey, I, I know how much this uh, franchise is loved. And I sure don't mean to uh, talk bad about it or whatever. No, but, um, it, so so far, so far, I, I would I'd give it a five. Okay, I'm at a five right now, but I'm really eager to watch the next one. You know, that's, because I know that there's that jackpot. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll t- I'll take that. And 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 truth be told, this is a very interesting experiment because you know I I'm enamored with Star Wars because I saw it at such an early age. And and really, I didn't even see Episode Four when it came out because it came out in '77. I was barely one. You know, I wasn't even one yet, but I did go see the next one, The Empire Strikes Back, in theaters when I was, you know, like three, three, yeah. And I have and like you remember vi- that I had yes, I have vivid memories of certain scenes in that theater in Sandersville with my dad sitting on the left and me standing up in the seat. Yeah, well, that's pretty awesome. And 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 so you know. That that ha- I have this connection with it, and I'll always have this connection with it, and and just playing with the toys as a kid and stuff like that. You know, you got to realize that no other movie, TV show, anything like that had toys associated with it at that time. Star Wars was like the first one, right? Uh, you know, and maybe followed very closely by Dukes of Hazard. So you know, <laughs> let's give them their props while we're here. Yeah, okay, Dukes. Uh- Okay, Dukes of Hazard. Had I had toys. Dukes of Hazard toys. Yeah, they had they had the little car and the two figures, Bo and Luke from Remco. I remember that. 
Roscoe. But, but um, no, I mean, Star Wars is basically basically set the stage for the action figure market as it yep. is today. Um, and and all that ties into to my love for Star Wars and why I can't get enough of it today because it takes me back to when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, and, and I can, and, and I just love going back to when I was that age and, and not having a care in the world and just imagining myself in this other universe as, you know, me, me being Luke Skywalker or whatever. So that, that's really cool. And I, that's why I like to do this experiment. I, I wanted to do this experiment to see from an outsider's point of view how they would look at Star Wars today. Especially not having grown up with it, not having experienced that at an early age, and 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 you're unique because yeah, you have a son who's similar in age as I was when I first saw it, you know, and and just to kind of see how how all that how how he takes to it, how you take to it, and just and to get the different perspectives of young and old. To something that they've never seen before, so I think it's interesting, and, and and I really hope that you you watch the rest of the movies, um, or at least attempt to, just so we can revisit this and see if if you're, you know, not love for it, but if you're if you're want to see it grows more and more, or you're you know how how much you like it grows, and how much he likes it grows over time, so. Awesome, man. I sure appreciate you doing this. And of course, yes, uh, um, I expected you to do it, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I would have been very mad if you had not had been prepared this week. So, right. Um, I know. I, I really felt mildly threatened <laughs> to do this. Yeah. Um, it wasn't more of a, hey, man, could you do this? Like, uh, here's these discs. I'm going to be calling you. Uh, thursday night and you're going to talk about it and uh don't stutter very much uh, and you didn't there was congratulations no pressure thanks man <laughs> congratulations thanks. so i don't have to do any more of these right i don't have to watch any more of these crappy movies i mean we're done right i did this interview wow so okay you totally missed everything i just said you have to watch all all six yeah, yeah. no nah, we will man we we will really looking forward to it i've i've been putting it off for long enough so and who uh, knows, man? We get done with this, we might go watch the. Did Star Trek happen before Star Wars? You did it again. You totally did it again. You know, you. <laughs> That's Star one thing Trek. I'm never going to be able to stop yeah. doing. That. Did Star Trek happen before Star Wars? Wow. <laughs> okay. Oh wow! You're just you're you're a sad Dallas Cowboys fan. That's all I can say. Oh, well, that's a whole nother. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, it's a whole nother podcast. Okay. All right. So, dude, well, I, appreciate, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, and I appreciate I, you coming on, and I look forward to the next time you come on for Attack of the Clones. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so, thank you again, Jake. Where can people find you? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm not on Twitter. Um, I'm trying to get off the Facebooks. <laughs> So I'd just really, I'd rather folks not find me (laughs) (laughs) to be honest. I don't have a handle. Okay. Okay. You don't have a handle. All right. All right. So thanks Jake for coming on and talking about uh, the Phantom Menace and your first viewing of it. Thanks bro. Peace out.
So that was Jake McNutt, my one of my best friends in all the world, who has never seen Star Wars, and his take on The Phantom Menace, and hopefully we'll get him back for Attack of the Clones and the rest of the Star Wars movies. I think it's a neat little thing to see somebody who's never seen a Star Wars movie, and it's hard to find those people to come in and, and kind of critique something that we love so, so much. And And speaking of something that we love so, so much, before we started recording tonight, uh, news broke that Peter Mayhew, the man who played and brought to life Chewbacca, uh, one of the most beloved Star Wars characters ever, passed away April 30th. Nobody's given a reason why or what happened, uh, but his family released on Twitter so the news that he actually passed away a few days ago. It's very uh, heartbreaking to me as a Star Wars fan, uh, just <laughs> growing up with all these people and to... And just to experience getting older and, and, and seeing the, the people, our heroes, grow old and, and eventually succumb to, to what everybody does eventually, and, and, and that is death. It's very, uh, it's, it's very surreal and, and really, to me right now, it's, it's kind of an eye-opener. Um, it kind of makes you realize that you're not invulnerable and that this is part of life and this this will happen to everybody but this one this one hurts especially on top of uh losing Carrie Fisher a few years ago as well and uh just having to to say goodbye to to these people that we we don't even really know at all but we almost feel like we do because we've watched these movies and and met these people at conventions and and sort of been a part of their life in 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 a way and they being part of our life in a way uh for so so long that it that it kind of hurts it really hurts to see when these people are no longer with us and those opportunities to meet them have gone this one, this one really hurts. He uh, he passed away April thirtieth um, with his family by his side at North his North Texas home, and it it doesn't give any details as to to what happened. But he, you know, he had been in decline in health, starting with the knee surgeries. Uh, the last time I actually saw him up close was at Dragon Con last year. Uh, he did a panel with Daniel Logan, and. Uh, it, it it was it was tough seeing him get up on the stage uh them them helping him get up on the stage it was it was really tough this here's just me giving a shout out to to Peter Mayhew and uh his family and our condolences we we just want to pass our condolences on to his family and uh the tough time that they're going through right now and and uh and the tough time that they will be going through for the days and the weeks and months and years to come at the loss of a husband and a dad. It's really a, just, a, just a sad, sad day for star Wars fans. I know this is a, this is not the best way to end a podcast, but, uh, but, I, but, I, but I'm really feeling it right now. I mean, when I, when I heard the news, I was like just 
heartbroken, just super heartbroken. And it was, <laughs> it was tough to come on and, and, and do the podcast tonight. But, uh, just want to say thanks for all the memories that you gave us, uh, Peter. And thank you for creating a character like Chewbacca that, that is still loved today and, and will be continued on through, uh, through a, a new actor, Jonas. I don't think that he will ever be able to replace you. He can, he, he, he will do his best to, um, carry on that legacy as Chewbacca, but you're the original. You'll never be replaced. And, uh, just may the force be with you. So yeah, that's it for the show this week. So you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash outer rim news. You can find us on Twitter at outer rim news on Instagram at outer rim news. And of course you can find us on our website, outer rim news.com. And we would love for you to come over there getting discussions on social media, on our website, uh, just because we like the community that we have of Star Wars fans and, and all of the opinions that everybody has. As always, this podcast is not endorsed by Disney or Lucasfilm, and uh, the content is, is, is strictly our own. Uh, in your travels this week, you see, I didn't do a good job like, like Austin did. He has something to read from. I'm not. I'm, I'm shooting from the hip here. Um, but in your travels this week, uh, if you hadn't checked out Master and Apprentice, definitely go do it. It's one of the best Star Wars books in ages. Literally in ages is one of the best Star Wars books. Do yourself a favor. Go find that. Uh, also remember, May the 4th is Saturday. Look for all the cool Star Wars deals online, in stores, um, on PlayStation Network, on Xbox One. Lots of cool game uh, discounts, Star Wars game discounts. Lots of cool merchandise in stores. Just it, it'll be a great day for uh, Star Wars fans to load up on on merch. So, as always, uh, we're gonna end the show right here. May the force be with you. And I'll do Austin's part. Peace.